You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Can you tell us about the key points of your research? So basically, the, the paper, what it does is it looks at um, the determinants of uh, student achievement, looking at PISA exams. And um, the, the thing about PISA is that it tests aptitude for student, uh, sort of test student achievement in math, science, and reading. And what the paper does is basically sits an equation with looking at what the key determinants are of uh, math, science, and reading. And then based on that, we uh, what I do next is augment this model um, to include things like social media, um, the amount of time that they spend on social media, as well as the amount of time that they spend on um, things like uh, Facebook and, and things like that, as well as the amount of time that they spend on online, online gaming. And I find that online gaming has a positive effect on, on school achievement. So on the grades from the PISA test, well, uh, uh, the use of online social networks has a negative effect. Are there different types of games which, might, which um, benefit students more? Well, the data unfortunately doesn't show the different types of games that are available. However, what is what I did was I started looking at some of the existing literature from um, things like uh, psychology as well as, um, as the educational literature. And there are a few puzzle-solving games, particularly massive online multiplayer games that require um, the students or, or the players to sort of uh, do all these tasks and to do puzzles and to jump through all these hoops, which can be quite difficult and they end up, uh, they could potentially enhance their ability and performance. Mm-hmm. Um, is it possible that the, uh, it's already the high academic achievements to achieving students who generally play these games? Absolutely, and um, that's why we, um, we cannot infer causality from the results. So one of the key things in the study that, that I mentioned a few times was that, you know, we, I'm, not, I'm not saying that playing games will make you better, I'm saying that those that play games score better. And then if we take this further, then perhaps one of the reasons is that, as you said, the guys that score better, um, you know, have a higher aptitude uh, and uh, they love games as well. However, some of the psychologists are saying that that may be the case, but over and above this effect, you may also have uh, a positive effect where certain skills get enhanced by by gaming. And with the social media like Facebook, so you, your research found that actually inhibits, um, well, it, it's linked to poorer, poorer academic outcomes. Yeah, so uh, when it comes to social media, what happens is that uh, the guys that are using social media very often um, end up with uh, about scoring 4% low, lower than the average. And what's interesting here is that as an economist, you would say sort of like time's a limited resource. If time's a limited resource, then I get to use that time for either study, play, or social media. And if I'm using it for social media, it's a bit of a waste of time in terms of studying, uh, while uh, gaming may also be seen as a waste of time. Gaming, on the other hand, could be enhancing 
some of the skills that people need in order to perform well in tests. So they're both a waste of time, but the gaming waste of time component is coupled with um, uh, relatively better better uh, outcomes in the sense that they may be enhancing some some skills there. Mm-hmm. But like um, social media, like Facebook, there isn't necessarily causality where by Facebook causes bad grades. It might be as you Correct. S- yeah. And, and I've seen a lot of people citing this study lately saying Facebook causes this. And I'm like, Facebook doesn't cause anything. Um, well, Facebook may be a waste of time, so it could cause, but definitely from the study, you cannot infer causality. The hypothesis does stand that if you are spending uh, your entire life on Facebook rather than anything else, you're obviously not going to be studying. And as a result, an additional hour on Facebook is, is going to hurt your prospects because that's an additional hour that you could have studied. Now, that's only a hypothesis that seems plausible as a result, as a result of the study. However, cannot cannot be confirmed um, with with the existing data that's available. We would need longitudinal data to really answer that. With the social media um, platforms you study, was it just Facebook, or did you go into other uh, like? T- no, well, like games. I don't know what games they're playing, and I don't know what um, social media platforms that they're using now. Uh, Facebook was the most popular in 2012, so you would imagine a lot of them would be on Facebook. But I'm guessing a lot of these have changed, and their results could be very different uh, now, and as well as very different in, say, 2020. What has the general public reaction been to your study? Because it's it's grabbed a few headlines I've seen. It has, yeah. I think a lot of people are really trying to understand whether it is, uh, if gaming is really making people smarter, and, and what I've been saying is the study may, may indicate that this is possible. Um, we're not, we're again, not seeing causality, but maybe, maybe uh, gaming can enhance a few skills. And therefore, it might be worthwhile for, for parents to engage with, the, with gaming and, and try to understand that their kids are playing games that have embedded within them a few skills that um, they think will be good for their kids' uh, progression in school as well, as well as their labor market performance going into the future. What is this? Um, these findings about gaming mean for teachers and, for, and Facebook? Well, I guess the key thing for teachers would be to understand that their students are increasingly using a particular platform like, like um, Facebook to engage with each other. And it might be interesting to use this platform going into the future such that what we end up doing is having um, games developed within Facebook that require students to complete um, different tasks and to say, for example, a math test where you get to complete a task to move forward, but this this game is embedded within Facebook. So we're using a platform that everyone's familiar to and the transition between networking and gaming will become seamless for this, for this generation. So perhaps Perhaps that would be an interesting uh, curriculum development component may come out of this study. And I noticed in, um, in the press release announcing this that teachers shouldn't use the violent video games. Well, um, in the press release, they, they made a bigger deal about violent video games than I did in the paper. And, um, and the reason is that they say, uh, I, I caution that maybe violent video games can have negative consequences in the sense that 
we know we know from a lot of the psychology literature that playing a lot of these games can lead to some some sort of cognitive issues in, in the long run. Um, so therefore, we should be a little bit careful as to what games we want to prescribe. But having said that, uh, multiplayer, uh, massive online multiplayer games are are often violent, and um, there's different degrees of violence, and there's different ways that people uh, react to violence. So I guess just parents have to be mindful as to how violent it is and how much violence they want their kid exposed exposed to. And maybe look for behavioral changes as well, because violent games can potentially be dangerous.